Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Raw Talk. In this episode, we have a very lovely guest, Isabella, with us today. How are you? Hi, I am doing so well. I am so excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. Join us. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Thank all. you. Share everything. So, to begin, tell us a little bit more about you and just everything you want us to know about. Awesome. So, Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Isabella Galan, and I am so excited to be here on Raw Talk today. So a little bit about myself. Um, I am 17 years old. I am a junior in high school. And um, in the future, I hope to pursue a career in the communications field, um, most specifically broadcast journalism, because I am a Puerto Rican um, young lady. And I feel like there's not a lot of representation in that field for Hispanic women. So I want to be the that um, representation for future girls so they can uh, remember to go for their goals and not be scared to dive into a space where um, they're less represented. So I definitely want to go ahead and do that. And through school, uh, we have this really amazing um, program where we are able to record like morning talk shows, uh, like a little news uh, broadcast for the whole school. So I'm an anchor on there and get to really... um, reach out to all of my peers which is amazing um I compete in pageants I've competed since I was eight years old and it really has developed me into the person and the young woman I am today um, being able to talk to people through interviews and carry confidence with myself on stage that is something I will always be extremely grateful for and will never, never uh, let, let that down whenever I talk to people. Uh, that's one of the first things I always bring up because I'm just so proud of it. And I feel like yeah. since there is a stigma around it a little bit just from TV and everything and the media, I feel like I want to show people the truth and the authenticity behind it and how it really is about building women up just like yes. you do on this podcast and um. that it's not something that we should um, kind of, I don't know, something we shouldn't like stigmatize absolutely yeah and you're only 17 like what <laughs> like are you kidding me right now <laughs> you told me like yeah. okay five minutes ago you're like yeah I'm only 17 like I'm like what like, <laughs> that's crazy you're like yeah. doing this whole you're like doing the whole thing and you're so young and oh my gosh I'm like so proud I feel like it's like a big sister moment for me oh, like, I'm like oh, so thank proud you. of you <laughs> thank you that's so crazy. much yeah so Digging into your podcast, be yes, well. I do that too. Like applause, applause on that too. I again, I always say I wish I had an applause button on this podcast <laughs> because I swear to God, there's just so many like talented people and oh my gosh, so be well. Okay, mm-hmm. so what really motivated you to create that? Okay, so it's actually a really like weird kind of story how it started, but I feel like it's just so important for the backstory getting into it. So when I was actually in about like eighth grade, I started a blog. Is it called like the art of being a teen? Because I don't I don't know. Me at like 13 <laughs> years old, I was like, I know what it is to be a teenager at like 13, 14. <laughs> Little did she know. But um, I created that and I wanted to talk about just like, you know, everyday activities as a teenager, being an older sister and everything like that. 
but I was very inconsistent with it. So I kind of just stopped. And then since I do want to go in the communications field, like I said earlier, we have a lot of communications electives at my school. So I did the multimedia elective this first semester where we worked on like creating a brand for ourselves. Yeah. So the brand that I came up with actually was Be Well. We had to make a oh, logo, wow. uh, like a little fake website. Um, and one of the things that was part of the assignment was to create a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, oh, when I recorded the first episode, I was like, I really like doing this because, of course, I loved the blogging aspect, which we also had to do. Um, I feel like writing about my feelings, it comes very naturally to me. But even more naturally is talking. I just yes. love to talk. And I feel like it's such a great conversation starter. Even if you're not with someone physically, it feels like you're on FaceTime with somebody, which I just love about right. podcasts. Yeah. And I was recording the first episode for my school project. And I was like, I think I can make this a real thing. So then I just kept trying to start it and start it. I started putting my money into it from my job and I was just like I really think I can make this a reality and here we are a few weeks later and I have been so consistent with it and I really really think that it is not only helping other teens out there with their mental health but it's also really helping with my mental health being able to talk about it even if I'm talking into a mic by myself in a little studio just talking about my feelings helps me realize how valid they are and how they're and how they're real and yeah being able to share that has just been so eye-opening for me yeah I mean I love it and you do speak on multiple topics I mean consistency Mm -hmm. mental health journaling happiness you know really just getting to know everything so how do you pick those topics because I mean there's so many there's so many that you can cover (laughs) there's so many so how do you pick which ones you're going to share so for me one of the biggest struggles in my life, which is why I decided to make it like one of the very first episodes where we dove like really deep into a heavier topic was consistency. Yes. Whether it's anything in my life, I've always found myself getting really, really passionate and starting it right away, but then kind of dwindling out and making excuses as not to do anything, whether that's with like procrastinating on homework or (laughs) going to the gym or anything like that. I've always kind of just let myself dwindle away from it and then be unhappy with the results. Mm, So I wanted to make sure that I was able to pick a range of topics that I could continue about. Like you said, there are so many different avenues of mental health and mindfulness that I knew there was always going to be something different that I could touch upon each and every week. So that's why I chose more of the mental health mindfulness attitude of it. I'm also so extremely grateful to have the parents that I do because we talk about it a lot in my house. Yeah, My dad is actually like a certified uh, mindfulness coach and teacher for schools. So being able to hear what all of more of his fact-based things and then turning it into the realities that I face as a teenager has made it a lot easier for me to talk about these things and be vulnerable about what I'm feeling. And another thing that inspires the episodes is how I've been feeling that week. So, for example, um, last week's podcast that I did, which was about happiness and everything, 
I was inspired to do that one because the week before, like that very same weekend, I went on a retreat and I was really able to feel that genuine happiness that I felt was gone from my life for a while because of just the pressures of school and everything. And I was like, I really felt happiness here. I want to share that. And I want to share my real life experiences in real time. So people know that it's not just once in a while, just out of the blue picking topics because I need something, right? but yep. more topics that I'm going through at this mm-hmm. moment. And some yes. other people may be too. Absolutely. Yeah. I love bringing it up relating to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, relating because you never really know who's going through what you no. don't know. And I love that you say that, you know, each episode is basically based off of, you know, what you're feeling and what you can relate to, because a lot of people want to close up those emotions. They don't want to share yeah. those. They don't want to talk about it. And the fact that you're actually doing that and you're actually basing this off of your real life is so not only beautiful, but it's so inspirational. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really? I feel like it also is yeah. just so much easier to talk about things when you're going through them in that moment yeah, rather absolutely. than just picking at the air at certain topics. It makes it more real and absolutely. vulnerable, yeah. which like you said, a lot of people are scared right. to yeah. do. A lot of people society, are. Yeah. A, mm-hmm. Society has told us like bottle up your emotions yeah. always appear strong, especially like for women. But you got to yeah. remember, don't appear too strong. Like, you know, it's just, yep. there's don't never do that. that. Don't do this. Yep. There's never, <laughs> never a right answer. So you nope. just got to go with it and be unapologetically yourself. That's something my mom tells me like every single day. She just yeah. be yourself, whatever you feel like talking about in that moment, just talk about it. And someone out there, whether you know it or not, will relate to it and be really, really grateful that they're not alone in that moment. Absolutely. Yes. Beautifully said. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So switching gears to your pageant journey and really just yourself love journey as well so I feel like those kind of go hand in hand I have interviewed so many pageant girls I'm friends with so many pageant girls I love that community I love that world I, I don't do pageants yeah. myself but I mean I feel like I'm very much part of that <laughs> that community because I just know so many people yeah but, so okay so you started very young in pageants yeah I was about like eight okay. years old oh my gosh <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you were you were like a baby basically okay so how I mean so and you still do them so from then to now how has that process been like and you I mean you are 17 now so it's roughly been about Mm -hmm. 10 years you've been in this industry and I'm sure you've seen yourself love you know Mm -hmm. go wherever you know and and have it kind of just go up and down so can you share that journey with us you know how has your self-love I guess you can say really grown yeah I feel like the biggest thing that changed for me throughout my journey has been my um, comf- like being comfortable talking in like interviews because I was a competitive dancer from the time I was kindergarten actually oh up gosh. until last year. And this year I just um, stopped in the fall because of, you know, mental health. And I can get into that mm-hmm. in a little bit if you want to talk about that too. But, Please do. Um, yeah. But I was always confident with being on stage, which is why my mom put me in pageants in the first place, because I was always that girly girl. Everyone knew me for having my hair done, (laughs) or 
um, yeah. just wanting to wear dresses all the time. So my mom was just like, this might be something fun you might want to try. But it really turned into something a lot deeper as I got older and was able to understand um, where my mind was and how I was able to portray my thoughts and feelings in front of not only an audience, but in front of judges one on one. Interview was always the scariest part for me because I was always scared of saying the wrong thing, making sure that they were happy with what I was saying or keep rambling on because I would just not know when to stop kind of thing. So it was always hard for me in the interview. Being on stage, that was like my home. I didn't even have to bat my eyes at that. It was just easy and natural for me. But I would always kind of psych myself up an interview and I don't know why maybe it's just because I've always felt a little bit nervous or insecure when I'm like talking to other people because there was a really hard period in my life when I was younger where no one was really happy with the way I was acting or felt Mm. that I was being too obnoxious or Mm. too self-assertive and everything like that so I that definitely diminished on my confidence in interview a little bit but as I've gotten older and realize how important it is just to be yourself and that's all that's going to matter not everyone's going to like you but whether you as long as you like yourself that is all that yes, matters absolutely. and being able to recognize that helped me in interview so much and i think that's what also helped in my podcast too because even though I do still catch myself to this day rambling on and on and on being (laughs) able to just hone in on those feelings and not neglect anything that I feel like is worth saying. I feel like that has helped me so much. That has definitely made the interview experience and just talking in general so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. And like being candid too, like that's what's, that's what it's all about. You know, when you're sharing raw experience, and real things I feel like a lot of us again we kind of want to you know close that door up a little bit and not really be so open you know because we're scared we're scared we don't want to talk about it but it's it's better to really get everything out in the moment than hold it in and I'm sure you can agree with me on that (laughs) oh I can 100% agree with you on that yeah you know like I said before um I competed as a competitive dancer right for the majority of my life and this year I became obviously as a junior in high school, everyone knows junior year is pretty much the worst year (laughs) when it comes to work because all of these pressures are getting added on you. Oh, it's so intense. Yeah. Before (laughs) college and everything. It's just so frustrating. But I was, it was just this fall actually where I decided to kind of end that journey in my life. And it was because it was becoming so toxic for Mm -hmm. my mental health. Just, I had no motivation to get up and go to dance even though I loved my dance family more than words can ever explain and they're still like my best friends ever I just knew it wasn't them it was the schedule and the life that was built around it that wasn't healthy for me anymore and it caused a lot of mental breakdowns and a lot of um, like crying to my parents like I don't want to go I have so much work I need to do and I, I just wasn't happy and I knew that especially being aligned with myself and how I know what I'm supposed to feel and what makes me happy. I knew that it was taking me off of my path. And that was something that I really knew that wouldn't help me at the end of the day, sticking with it, even though 
whether it showed consistency for college applications that you were able <laughs> yeah. to stay for. I was just like, I can't do it anymore. And yeah. being able to have those amazing resources, like guidance counselors and my parents and talking to my friends from school about how I was feeling was really, really helpful. I definitely wouldn't have been able to do it without them. And mm. it just has opened up so many more opportunities for myself by even letting go of one thing that I felt was kind of my whole identity because that's all everyone associated me with was, Oh, Bella, the one who has the top solo or something like that. It it really helped me realize who I was besides just, I'm a competitive dancer, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It makes so much sense. And the fact that you were recognize that you were in a bad position and that your body was kind of crying out for help that's huge because a lot of people I feel like even if they knew that Mm -hmm. their body was not doing well and their mental health was deteriorating they would stay they wouldn't address it they wouldn't you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and the fact that you were so brave enough to actually uh you know recognize that and recognize what was going on and you know kind of you know say to yourself hey this isn't a good situation, you know, I have to get myself out, you know? And even when it was like your huge passion, that's, that's crazy because again, Mm -hmm. that was like your whole life, you know? Yeah. It was something I definitely never expected. I did not expect leaving at all, but I knew that that was what my plan was or that was what was meant to be and I know like we were talking about before right um, everything everything happens for (laughs) a reason and even though it may have been like well what's the reason for this like why am I leaving everything I've ever known right like why why would this be my path but when thinking about it more if I never left my dance studio be well probably wouldn't be never happened yeah it would have never and be well has been one of the most amazing things that have happened in my life. And yeah. now being able to think like, oh my God, I don't know what I would have done without it. Or what would my routine be like without recording and editing and stuff like that? It's just crazy to me. Yeah. But it's that was where my life was supposed to go. And I couldn't be any more grateful that I was able to recognize it and have that support system that was there to honor and help me with this hard decision in my life. And make it make my life being able to live up to the highest potential that I knew it could be yes I love that yes everything you just said (laughs) yes yes yes. (laughs) so relatable on my end as well Uh, I I can't even tell you but yeah absolutely like don't ever limit yourself and also Mm -hmm. everything happens for a reason everything good bad ugly beautiful whatever it happens for a reason yeah and um on on that topic real quick my I've always heard from my parents and stuff like that because I'd be like oh that was so bad that that happened they go it's not good it's not bad it just is and it's like that's that's such like a crazy concept to think of I'm like no well there obviously are very good and bad things it's but it's not it's just how you perceive it to be and some people may look at it like oh you quit that's bad like, right yeah quit absolutely but it's yep no I was kind of no. like saving myself yeah if that and you were so, putting yourself first oh putting yes yourself first <laughs> yes and that doesn't yeah. mean my love for dance went away or my love for that dance family that I created went away it's all still there it's just I found some other things that make me just a little bit happier and yeah. really help my life be as like amazing and mindful as I can 
Yes. Yes. Putting yourself first, prioritizing yourself. Yes. Protecting your energy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, also too, before I let you go, I have one last question to ask yes. you. Yes. Every one of my podcasts. I'm pretty sure I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> what is one word or quote that you live by? <laughs> oh, well, of course, if it's a quote, it's everything happens <laughs> yeah, for, for a reason. reason. <laughs> but, <Anyway>. if, <laughs> but if there is um, like a word that I always go by, it's just confidence. And yes. I feel like a lot of times women are told that if they have too much confidence then it's kind of seen like they're being arrogant or bossy Mm -hmm. but it's not true at all confidence is just being again unapologetically yourself and loving who you are in all of the forms that you may be going through whether it's whether you're sad or you're in a really really good place in your life just finding those pockets of peace and living your life as confidently as you can it's really a game changer when you can be happy with yourself and it may take a lot of work and some time but through a lot of dedication to yourself and taking care of not only your physical health but your mental health more importantly you really can begin to live a confident life and like find who you truly truly are and The world is so, so lucky to have each and every one of us, you, me, everyone listening to this podcast, we are all so important and the world needs all of us to come together and be just confident in our identities and promote what we feel is important. Yes, let's do it. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I second that. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you are so incredible. Oh my gosh, my heart right now. Oh, thank you. Oh, I can't. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been amazing. You are a gem. You're incredible. Thank you so much. I was so happy that you invited me to be here on Raw Talk. It is really amazing what you've been doing and just being so raw. And again, I said it like 700 million times already, but just unapologetically yourself. (laughs) Yourself, It's just amazing. And there definitely needs to be more um, women out there like you doing what is right and promoting um, the greater good for the community. 